And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. And as you look back on 2020 and, and what an intense year it was, pandemic death, racism, destruction, businesses closing down, financial ruin for many, at least present day, you can see a light at the end of the tunnel. The vaccine for COVID is being administered. Pro sports is starting to see fans in the stands, so you know shit's getting real. Slowly but surely, we're getting back to normal, or at least some semblance closer to normal. We're a couple of months into year seven of the Toddcast, lucky number seven. Year six was a trying year. Lots of grinding, lots of adversity, but we persevered, head down, keeping on, keeping on. You know, we haven't done a live show with bands in almost a year. I think it was March 2020 was our last. So we're jonesing to start that up again, patiently waiting for the green light from the government to allow 100 plus back in bars. Although truth be told, you got to think we're probably a ways off that, right? One of the positives about the pandemic is people were willing to talk. They were willing to jump on Zoom. And we've had some quality guests over the year. And that is what this week is all about. It's a best of the podcast. You'll hear nine guests this week. We'll start with some musical guests in just a second. Coming up in 15 minutes in Listen to This, UFC Octagon Girl Brittany Palmer talked about going to art school and her other passion you may not know about. That is powered by our friends at Tedco RV Supplies out in Langley, RV Service and Repair, ICBC accredited. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com. First, let's get to this best of and highlight a few of our recent musical guests, all of whom are brought to you by Pineapple Sound. They're a recording and mixing studio in Langley since 2013. They also welcome podcasts and voiceover actors and a bunch more. Check them out through pineapplesound.com. Now, the last time I spoke to Blue October singer Justin Furstenfeld, I was still doing the afternoon show at Seafox, but it had been years, probably close to 10. As you know, they've been around for a while, since 1995, over 25 years making music. You'll know them best for Probably Hate Me or Into the Ocean. They have 10 studio albums, their latest, called This Is What I Live For, was released last year in October. And when Justin was a guest, he talked about his documentary, Get Back Up, which is great if you've yet to see it. But uh, it was seven years in the making, and uh, man, it's about recovery, it's about redemption, it's about um, finding your passion and uh, not letting the negative get you down. It's, it's gorgeous film. You see so many of our children being born over seven years, you see... You see relationships being mended, um, uh, marriages coming back together. It's just, we're so proud of it. Like what a cool thing to be able to create for your, not only for your fans, but like for yourself, man. Yeah, it was, it was definitely one of the coolest things that I'd ever done. It was, it was crazy though, because I wasn't allowed control at all. So I had to give control to the director and I'm a control freak. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, God, what's this going to turn out to be? And then I watched it and I was like, wow. Yeah. That was beautiful. I, I bet. Did you cry? Oh, yeah. I yeah. cried like a little bitch. I don't know how, but They Found Me is a duo from Salt Lake City, Utah. They formed in 2016 by Dallin Weeks, his longtime drummer buddy, Ryan Seaman. You'll know Dallin from his time with Panic at the Disco. You'll know Ryan from being in Falling in Reverse. When Dallin was a guest, we talked about comic books and superhero movies and how he's a fan of Jon Favreau's Iron Man. Like, who isn't? 
I really liked uh, Iron Man. The first Iron Man was really great. That's the one. Like, dude, that's the one. John Favreau set that bar. Like, dude, if you're going to make a movie about Superman or Batman or X-Men or Peter Parker, like, here's where you need to get to. Yeah, I, th- I think he's the, the first real director to make a superhero movie that had, a, like, a real grasp on how to do a comic book movie uh, based in, like, a real-world scenario and also stayed super true to the source material as well. Yeah. I totally agree, man. Iron Man set the bar, dude, right out of the gate. And then, of course, everything just now it's, I mean, Endgame was like, yeah, that was really great. I, I, I love watching the, uh, the studio audience reactions to, to the Endgame. Yeah. yeah those, those are always really fun. Smith and Myers is formed by two members of one of the most successful hard rock and alternative rock bands of the last decade, Brent Smith. Zach Myers from Shinedown. That band has sold over 10 million albums. They have the most number one songs on Billboard's mainstream rock chart with 16 number one songs. And I guess since they don't like downtime, Brent and Zach, Smith and Myers, started up this acoustic project back in 2014 and recently released a couple albums towards the end of 2020, cover songs, originals. And when they were guests, we talked about the power of music and how it's unlike anything else on earth. I don't think that you pick the music. I think the music picks you, if that makes sense. So it doesn't matter if you're a virtuoso and you've been playing since you were born or, you know, that's it. It shows the power of music and why it's so important and, and, and really why it saves people's lives, because it's it's the one expression that we have that's ever evolving, especially songs. A song can mean something to you um, one one year and then a couple years down the line, you know, you hear it again and it can hit at the right exact time, but it means something different to you. And the styles change and it's not about, you know, like rock and roll, that's a way of life. It's not necessarily a genre of music, you know, and I think that's why music is so important, you know, and you have a story like Zach's where it's like the music picked him. Yeah, man. And, and, and I totally agree with you about the, the music heals and, and uh, like, music does something to your soul like you can go to a like a, go to an old folks home somebody that has dementia but yet they can sing a song from when they were 12 years old clear as day can't remember their daughter's name but somehow they can sing the soundtrack of xy movie i think that's because, a different part of your brain man i think that's a yeah. different thing you know and your that, that's your heart you know when you hear music you know that's something that's you know, I think that there's, you know, when you hear music, like it'll give you a different emotion than anything else in life. I think there's a different neural receptor in there that kind of, you know, never goes away once something's embedded in there. You know, it's like why it's the same reason I get the same feeling I got the first time I heard the Stairway to Heaven solo. I still get, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's those things, you know, I think that that's something that, you know, like we, you know, Brent always says like, you know, music is kind of the key to the world, man. It can heal, it can heal people. It can heal people's lives. And, you know, to us, that's very important. I think that just works on a different, I don't know. There's some sort of different neural receptor in there that I think creates where music comes from. And it's, it, I think it's its own corner of the brain. It also builds off of vibration. I can't wait for some, I can't wait for some scientist on Twitter to be like, no, it's not. (laughs) At uh, 20 minutes into this interview, he said, (laughs) Um, yeah. Musical guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound. 
providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com. Listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. You'll likely best know Brittany Palmer as an octagon girl for the UFC. She's won ring card girl of the year three times, been in the fight game for over 12 years now, but she's also a successful model and has built quite the following over the years. Three million people, more than, follow her on social media and truly shows what being an influencer is all about through her actions. Her philanthropic work alone is impressive. She's raised over a hundred thousand bucks. She's an ambassador with UNICEF, Steven Tyler's foundation, Lady Gaga's foundation. And when Brittany was a guest of the podcast, we talked about MMA, of course, in the fight world, how she'd been in a near death experience car accident. We talked about being in the tabloids, seeing Papa Roach and Nine Inch Nails in concert. We talked about travel and family career highlights came up. And if you didn't know, Brittany's also known in the art world for her vibrant portraits and abstract paintings. She talked to us about going to art school. Listen to this. 
I um I moved uh, to Los Angeles about six years ago to go to art school and um you know kind of just per- pursue my passion in it and um you know I, I learned painting through YouTube videos that's how I that's how I started I was just obsessed with YouTube and um I got good enough and I thought it, I had a I was posting things to Twitter back then there was no um, Instagram, mm-hmm. but I would post things and, um, all of the fans and, you know, the people who would follow me loved it and they actually wanted to buy a piece. And, um, that's when I thought, oh shoot, maybe I can make this a career. Yeah, so I that, did. They're really good. They're really good. Thank you. H- have you always you. had the artistic bug? Like, does it go back to you being um, a kid, maybe high school? Yeah, I've always, you know, I, um, when I was in high school, you know, I was in art classes naturally. Um, but I was always really, really good at it. And, Mm-hmm. Just, you know, picked it up. I used to draw all the time on my binders and stuff. Um, but, you know, I grew up in Las Vegas, so that's, there's not a lot of culture there. And, um, you know, there's not a lot of art culture, so I didn't really think that I could be, that that, that could be even an option. Mm-hmm. And then right out of high school, I was a professional dancer, and I danced in the Big Vegas shows, and, um, you know, I danced at the Flamingo for three years, and I was at Planet Hollywood, and so, um, so I was artistic in that way, mm-hmm. and then I was uh, I was in a really bad car accident when I was 21, and it kind of hindered my dancing. Um, and I couldn't walk for like three months, so then I took a little back. You know, dancing took a backseat, and you know, I picked up the brush and started to paint. Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com.
What a fantastic song. Her name is Tanya Aganaba and Villain, which is taken from Thanks. the Toddcast podcast, Cheap Thrills, Volume 15, the acoustic, intimate, interactive, uh, where I host, remember those nights? Where I host from stage the entire time. You get to ask questions of the band as well. And Tanya absolutely killed it. The performance was amazing. She's a great storyteller as well. It would be nice to be able to get back to those days and fire them up again, those events in 2021. But at this point... We're not taking anything for granted. Played you a band from Edmonton, Alberta, the lone non-Vancouver band of the week, Nicholas Rage, and their song was called Dirty Talk, yet another band that we'd been in talks with about bringing to Vancouver to play a show at the railway, and then the pandemic hits, and then you know the rest of the story. Okay, Todd's Trolls is coming up in just a bit. The stupid, the mean, the hurtful, and the funny things that people say to what you post online. This week, Bahamas, the movie Connected, the Melbourne Cup, and ACDC share that spotlight. Powered by The Garage, Games and Geekery in Maple Ridge. It's your place to play Warhammer, D&D, RPGs, and a bunch more slate trolls, find them online at garagegames.ca. First, back to more guests in this best of podcast and a few of our recent sporting guests, you'll probably know Monica Brandt without even realizing it. She's been on the cover of over 100 international fitness magazines. She won the 1998 Ms. Fitness Olympia, retired from competition in 2013 after placing first at the 2013 WBFF World Pro Figure Championships. She's an icon 
No question. And when Monica was a guest, she talked about how the term bad calories has changed over the years. Well, bad calories is is more, I think, acceptable to say because, yeah, there's a lot of bad, I mean, a margarita is bad calories, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> fried, no. Fried food is bad calories. Yeah. You know, uh, fried chips, bad calories. You put it with guacamole, well, the guacamole is t- typically good calories. But, you know, so if you're looking at it like that, that's not so much a, like attaching it to the personal. Right. Now, right, because if you say I'm cheating, it's personal. If you're taking in bad calories, well, the bad ca- calories is not about you personal. It's about that food. Right. <laughs> so then, you know, it, and I think, you know, people, people will kind of know more or less, you know, and I mean, there's some gray areas for people that haven't really done a lot of research on nutrition or haven't been taught or told or, you know, younger kids sometimes. Um, so here's kind of an interesting thing. Like when I was in my early twenties and learning, trying to learn about nutrition, we were taught that fats are bad for you, right? right. So bad for you. And I remember thinking, uh, being, feeling as I got, as I started learning more about it, feeling guilty that I cooked my chicken in butter. Now, now, now what I know now, like I was, that was the best thing I could have done is cook my chicken in butter. Cause now I'm taking a protein, which protein can raise insulin and can raise, you know, blood sugars. Mm-hmm. It can help your, uh, cause your body to produce a little bit more insulin than say butter would. So when you throw the butter on it, then we're, we're not allowing blood sugars to kind of spike. We're keeping our blood more stable, the blood sugars more stable. So we're not going to have any kind of, we're not going to have, we'll have less of an insulin spike, which is healthier. If you're a hockey fan, and specifically a Vancouver Canucks fan, you'll know retired NHL defenseman Brent Sopel from being drafted to the team in 1995. He was with the team till the mid-2000s, traded to the Islanders in 2005, then back to the Canucks for the 2006 season, then it was off to the Blackhawks where he'd win the Cup, the Stanley Cup in 2010. He played for the Kings as well, the Thrashers, the Canadiens, and you know we had to get him talking about winning the cup as part of the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, you know, obviously you know, one in a million times on the outdoor rink and it's a, a dream come true. So um, it's about to, to know that my name's on there and uh, part of a special, special group when there's so many amazing players that played this game in the NHL that never got an opportunity to win. And our resident sports loudmouth, Mr. Tequila, was recently a guest. I think it was back in November 2020. He's been part of the podcast since we launched in 2015. And prior to that, Tequila used to jump on my radio show at 99.3 The Fox here in Vancouver and beak off about pretty much anything and everything. This time around, we talked about the fake crowd noise during Major League sports games with no fans in the stands. And if you know anything about me... It's you know that I hate that shit. It was like you kind of got to do it, but it's yeah. I, well, everyone knows that there's nobody there, so it's like yeah, you got to you're trying to simulate it, but dude, you know, that at bugged least, me at something least the, fierce, man. That fucking bugged me big time. I yeah, well, the the, the, the cardboard cutout that was stupid. That, and these even the NBA, look how many look how their ratings just tanked. Yeah, um, absolutely tanked. So. It's I don't know. You need fans, at least even limited to five thousand, whatever. Let, at least let some fans come in, and it, it makes having 
even just a couple people there, at least when yeah. they score, it's exciting. We're on TV, Maybe. you know, it's like, ah, uh, the crowd noise, it's like, it's phony shit. You're listening to the best of episode of the Toddcast Podcast. Tell me all your secrets, you said, showing up half cut at 3 a.m. I can't keep going through the motions, just every lie at the end. There's no sense in running around, pretending like we're gonna stick it out. Oh, but it's still her that I crave. Podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world online at milanocoffee.ca. A look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls, on the Toddcast Podcast. And this week you'll hear some of the best chirping that we found online over the last little while. It's the best of the garbage comments. You see them everywhere. It's people beacon off to get a rise out of someone. No one and nothing is safe. 
In mid-October 2020, Bahamas, love this band, they released a new album called Sad Hunk. Jack Johnson just called. He wants his shtick back. They could make a new music genre just for their sound. It would be called Depression. Honestly, this album should come with a loaded gun. In late October 2020, Connected hit theaters. Good flick, animated. It's about a girl named Katie, who's voiced by Abby Jacobson. She gets accepted into the film school of her dreams, and her dad, Rick, who's played by Danny McBride, what a beauty, he gathers the family to drive across country for one last family hang. Saw the trailer. Should be good. I'm sure Danny McBride will find a way to screw it up, though. There's people starving in the streets, and they're making movies like this? Cool. Makes sense. Great. Yet another shitty movie I'll have to sit through with my kids. November 3rd, 2020, saw a big one for horse racing. The Melbourne Cup went down in Victoria, Australia. Too bad this wasn't interactive TV. You could whip those little jockey bastards. It's amazing that this animal cruelty still exists. It is the year 2020, isn't it? New drinking game. Every time you want to throttle the jockey for whipping his horse, drink. And somehow, the mighty ACDC still gets chirped off. They released their latest album called Power Up on November 13th, 2020. Who cares? It's been the same song since 1985. Over and over and over. The term ACDC is Australian slang for out with the garbage. Trust me, this album will suck harder than Harvey Weinstein's casting couch. Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast podcast is powered by The Garage, Games and Geekery, your place to play RPGs, board games, and Warhammer in Maple Ridge. Online at garagegames.ca.
his name is Dom Fricot, and I love that one. It's called Help is Needed. Now, Dom's from Vancouver, but he's been living over in Germany now for a couple, two, three years. He's made it back to Vancouver every once in a while here and there, playing some shows as well. So maybe once COVID is a thing of the past, he'll be back and you can catch him playing live because he is absolutely incredible. He did a podcast, Cheap Thrills. I think it was our third or fourth. So it was early on in the game and he had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand within the first song of the set, just stomping and clapping along. It was very cool. You heard Winter Youth and their song was Half Cut, another jewel in Vancouver scene. Emily has to be one of the best singers around, powerful, filled with emotion. The lyrics of the songs are somewhat haunting. A great band. I mean, a great live band. They played a couple maybe even three shows for us now too. Uh, Once we're able, maybe we'll be able to get them to do another show. We'd actually started talking about getting the ball rolling for Winter Youth to do a Cheap Thrills. This is, of course, before the pandemic killed the music industry. I think that's an environment where they would absolutely thrive. Speaking of live music, if you're playing a socially distant show, they still happen. Maybe it's a live stream show and it's indie. Let us know about it. We will add it to the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. Now, hopefully this list will be growing big by the summer. That is brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios, 40 plus years experience in the music industry. Find out more about them through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, our final guests of this episode 239, a best of the podcast and some of our recent entertainment guests, all of whom are brought to you by Tomes. Get a better night's sleep. In fact, the first seven nights are 100% free. It's on them through tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S.com. If you've got a bad sleep, you can't stay asleep, check them out. T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S.com. You'll likely know actress Kate Miller from Hightown, and she had a small role in the recently released The Trial of the Chicago 7 as well, starring Sasha Baron Cohen, which is a great flick if you've yet to see it. You've seen and heard Kate in a lot of great stuff as well. Sex in the City, Law and Order, The Emoji Movie, Young and the Restless, Dora the Explorer. She's voiced parts in some very cool video games as well, like Wasteland 2, Guild Wars 2, Destiny 2. Manhunt, crazy ass game. And when Kate was a guest, we got her to share a near-death experience story. This one about driving in a 78 Gremlin. I was in a car accident in college in San Diego and I was by myself. And I got into like an eight car pileup in an old shitty 78 Gremlin AMC. Well, like uh, the Wayne, Gar- Wayne, uh, Wayne's World yeah, car? Yeah, 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 that car. <laughs> nice. The black, the the yellow with the black stripes. Jerry Seinfeld actually had one on, on Comedians in Cars. And I I think I really, it's funny that you asked me about this because I brought this up to John recently about how I was in the hospital. I woke up in in a hospital, like alone. And I I didn't remember how I got there, but I knew I was in a car accident and my back's been giving me a lot of problems lately. I had to wear a neck brace forever. I was like waitressing in a Mexican restaurant with a neck brace on and this stupid, like, you know, cotillion Mexican, like quinceanera outfit thing. um, (laughs) But I, I honestly don't, I remember the accident happening. I remember hearing noise of the car's clanging and everything. I remember flying through like the air 
I remember, and I then after that, I woke up alone in a hospital and I had no one to call because I was in San Diego and all my family was still in West Virginia. And this isn't like a boo-boo, poor me story at all. No, not taking it like cell that. Phones. It was, you know, I had like a college roommate that I kind of hated. I didn't have a boyfriend at the time. I didn't have any family there. I think I was like a freshman or a sophomore. And um, I don't even remember, the only thing I remember is the accident. And flagged in there and thinking, oh, fuck. And then I woke up in the hospital with this thing on my neck. And I don't even remember how long I was there. I don't remember getting discharged. I don't remember how I got back to my apartment. There's like a whole like chunk of months around that occurrence that I am realizing lately I don't remember at all. That is crazy. Yeah. So trauma, I probably just disassoci- I disassociated. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Brain just like, oh, just snip era. that out. You don't need to remember that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that one, yeah. And then the other ones, I, I took really bad acid once and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Check out Abby Simpson's Twitter account, at Abby the Tweet, and you'll see that her bio has the hashtag dumpster writer. You'll get a little bit of everything on her page, sports, TV, food, culture, opinions, some sass. She's very cool. A published author and blogger like us, she's also a contributor to the Dean Blundell Network out of Toronto. She's worked in radio, did it for about a decade, but ultimately it's all about the writing as she talks about being bitten by the bug early on in life. Six years old when I started writing, really. Like, honestly, like I've been writing fiction all my life. I... Um, could remember being in grade one and every day in grade one, we'd have to journal. It was really about us just like learning how to write letters. Right. Form a sentence at that point. Exactly. Um, So every day we would be doing these journals, talking about anything we wanted. And I would write basically every single day was a new chapter in the life of my friends. So I was doing fin fiction for my friends from age six. And so I've always, enjoyed writing fiction writing at all and um i just sort of in the last like year or so um really decided that writing can be more than a hobby and i've just kind of gone for it and i want you to think back to 1988 can you remember where you were what you were doing i mean there's probably a good chance that some of you listening won't even be born by then which is okay you young bastard. For me, it's grade nine. It's living in the Okanagan in beautiful Summerland, BC, right on Okanagan Lake. Remember, Canada had the Winter Olympics in 1988. A crack was destroying lives. Canadian sprinter Ben Johnson disgraced after his medals were taken away, testing positive for anabolic steroids. 1988 was also the year that adult film star Romy Rain was born. And when she was a guest, we talked about how triple X performers get shadow banned on social media. Well, it's a controversial phrase because a lot of social media says that that's not a real thing. I believe that like Instagram and Twitter have actually said that like that that doesn't happen, even though they've also said that they can and do suppress certain accounts and hashtags and a lot of things. Uh, so we've had to get like, you know, more more intelligent when it comes to the way we post stuff. I mean, granted, at the same time, I I do acknowledge as an adult entertainer that, you know, Instagram is not an adult platform. So you also have to be aware of like what you're posting. Cause I mean, I've seen some people get mad at getting deleted. I'm like, well, I I can kind of see your butthole. So like you can't like you're walking the line, but come on. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a fine line. But oh, yeah, I mean, I've actually been unfairly deactivated a couple years ago. And it's like I had to send uh, like Instagram, like uh, my articles of incorporation to prove that it was me. And I wasn't actually breaking any rules at the time. I think it was because I literally linked to my fleshlight. So it links to like an outside like arguably adult site, but like it wasn't. So it was like this bit, it's a big mishmash of rules. Adult entertainers really always have to keep updated on like the TOS terms of service. Cause they're usually, even though we tend to be like, you were mentioned, like some of the most followed people were undeniably popular. Like how do you have millions of followers across social media platforms and people act like you don't exist and your time and energy and product doesn't matter. It does. We're popular for a reason. So we are arguably suppressed. I mean, I think, you know, other performers, even like Mia Khalifa, I heard, did an interview saying that even like she's been uh, very legitimately suppressed when it comes to uh, like just searching her. She's like, yeah, well, look right now. Try to just like find me. And you kind of, you can't, you have to either look via tags or you have to actually uh, Google search it like you have to like uh romy rain instagram and then my official instagram will pop up but otherwise you're searching through a bunch of fakes and that's an issue too it's like how are these like a dozens of fake porn accounts some of which are posting actual graphic material mm. stealing from our fans like stealing i get so many stuff. messages about that entertainment guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by tomes where quality sleep matters. Find out more at tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S.com.
there's a little ripper. It's a new one for Cobra Ramon. It's called Black Mountain, and they've played a couple shows for the podcast over the years, including a Cheap Thrills, the acoustic, intimate shows that we do. That was a phenomenal night of music, conversation, as we kind of long for the days of having a beer with a friend or watching a band that you both love. Soon. It's all coming back around, but we do need to remain strong and vigilant. Mask up if you get a chance to get vaccinated. Maybe do that as well. We'll get through this together and we'll look back on this time of our lives and, and, you know, and think, well, what what an incredible story we, we can share when we're old and gray positive way of looking at it really looking forward to next week another best of and highlights from nine more guests will cover the last few months of the podcast of course a big thanks to all of our guests for this week as well Uh, we work hard to make sure that it's someone that has a story to share and we're sure happy that they chose to come on the podcast you can expect some great guests coming up as well offspring bassist todd morse naked news host Marina Valmont, Weezer's drummer, Patrick Wilson. We're that close to getting him. Pro kickboxer, Denise Kilholtz, actor Chris Calhoun, and a lot more. And that is going to do it for this one. Episode 239, a best of the podcast. My name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends and subscribe. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. We're also part of the Dean Blundell Network out of Toronto at deanblundell.com and the Boot Crew Media Network out of New Orleans at bootcrewmedia.com. Comment and rate the podcast because it helps out. Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. A huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If your business would like to sponsor the podcast, you know you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. It's like two cups of coffee. There's contact info at the homepage. And keep this in mind as well. If you help us find a sponsor, we will give you a commission based on their ad buy. If you know a business that gets and understands outside-the-box advertising, lots of social media love, let them know about us. Till next week, don't be an asshole, because nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark toddhancock.ca. 